Now breathe in and out. One. joining me Natalie for this week's episode of Stoned and Social with me I have other Natalie what's up Natalie hello hello I'm back for another week yeah you're you're, you're here now like quit acting like you're not coming back you're coming back okay I just wanted to and you know like I like to be mysterious geez it's it's a (laughs) podcast about weed and we're both huge potheads like we're here we're here every week like I don't know who we think we're fooling now. Yeah. Um, we're not fooling anyone. That's me. <laughs> I'm great. That's all you need yeah. to know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you might be back next week. So we'll just keep the mysterious stuff going. If you're just joining us, welcome. This is a podcast about two ridiculous girls being stoned and social. Um, And if you are joining us from last week or any other week, then thanks for coming back. This week, I am stoned on some homemade edibles. I made THC infused scones. I'm very proud of them. Teach, ah, like this is like stones. where you've like never fail me in your creativity because <laughs> every week I'm like there's no way that she's gonna up herself and then she does well you know what's really funny is I'm a terrible baker like I am a ter- you asked me to bake a cake like I'm a terrible baker I can't bake anything but for some reason the moment I know it's going to be an edible Oh, then I turn into fucking Betty Crocker. I can bake the shit out of something. I don't know if it's because I have the mentality like, oh, I don't want this weed to go to waste. Or if I just have some like magic edible baking skill. But yeah, I can only bake really well if it's cannabis infused. <laughs> I mean, that's a talent in itself. So like, it is. It is. Pretty proud. Of. What, what do you have this week? Um, so I'm just, you know, doing my usual, hitting my bong with hitting your bong. some flour. <laughs> I got nice. a new grinder. So I don't know if anybody else feels this way when they get a new grinder. Oh, it's but so I, hate, I hate having a new grinder. There's like something about like having to aggressively grind that like makes me feel like, oh yeah, this is going to be good. Like I waited all day. <laughs> just a struggle and like I feel but when I like with this new grinder it just it just grinds so finely that I'm like I don't fucking like this like I can't wait to break it in (laughs) well the thing is can I get people's used grinders could you send me (laughs) you just you just should open up a website and just call it like grinders instead of grinder um that didn't start a whole start a whole war with grinder the thing i don't like about grinders and why like if i use them i use like the wooden ones um i have like one handmade one that someone made for me that's a wooden one but i just don't like how sticky they get oh yeah but i love it 
Yeah, I just, I mean, again, anytime I use flour, I am instantly just upset at the process. I'm like, is this what people were doing in the 70s? Like, I know there was brownies, but like, that's it. They were just limited to brownies. Because otherwise, I'm like, I, I'm not sure I would have been as hippie as I thought I would be in the 70s if this was it. I mean, I would don't know. I can't, I don't want to comment because I straight up just don't have the knowledge. But like, I, I don't know that timeline. I, I really don't. <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> so you've you've kept it classic as usual and you know you say like oh what what am I going to do but I'm always like oh, that seems easier you always know what you're doing and I'm you know I've got teas and oils and dumb shit so maybe next week I'm just going to be like I'm going to super chill it out it's not that's hilarious because I genuinely again I feel like we're we're that opposite where I'm like wow I wish I could, I wish I could be on your level but like I'm not fancy enough and I just want to get okay. to it just want to get to it um you know I hate cooking baking all of that stuff I mean yeah. I don't hate it I just strongly dislike it synonym <laughs> for hate I strongly dislike the thing that keeps me going um so this week we're talking about uh body modifications and using your body as a form of self-expression um because this is you know body art and any kind of body modification modification is as old as civilization if not older they even found that in 1991 a frozen body with numerous tattoos and pierced ears was discovered at a mountain slope at the border of italy and archaeologists dated it back to 5,000 years ago so they've been doing this you know the egyptians were doing this japanese culture has been doing this lots of cultures around the world have been doing body tattoos piercings modifications etc forever and i think both of us do body mods as well right yes we do we do we're 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 very cool like that this is my anti-hipster like i'm always like i'm not a hipster and my friends like you you totally are a hipster natalie i'm like damn it um so let's let's just go over some types of body modifications and then we'll get to the ones we really want to talk about so um I'm going to talk about like really extreme stuff briefly, and then we'll get to the normal stuff like branding. When someone's branded, that's body modification. I've seen a couple of people who've been branded with a symbol before. Um, have you ever seen that or scarification? I've also seen people who do like decorative cutting and things like that. I've definitely seen scarification and it completely fascinates me because that just, I'm like, wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's just it. yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm <laughs> I'm pretty squeamish when it comes to blood. So, so whenever I see those, I'm just like, ooh, ooh. Like I don't know if I could do that. Um, I know there's been a lot of like semi permanent tattoos going around. The ones where you wear them, and you know, henna counts as this as well. But the other tattoos where you can draw your own or use one of the temporary tattoos that you put on, and it lasts for like two weeks. I've been I've done a couple of those just to see if I like the designs or not. Those have been cool. I don't know if you've seen those or not. Yeah, I think it was like um, the I bought a brand, but prior to me ever having tattoos, I bought a brand of like. Mm -hmm a semi-permanent ink tattoo and mm -hmm. I was like oh yeah I'll do, I'll do designs on myself yeah I never did it the one I use <laughs> oh yeah ink box that's uh -huh. the name of it. yeah yeah Ooh, they were on Instagram advertising the shit out of me 
<laughs> I wonder why. I wonder why they're like, we know what you like. Um, yeah, I like those. I like playing around with those. And also, I know, you know, aside from body piercings and tattoos, the other thing that I think a lot of people forget, can, I consider body modification, is going to be any kind of cosmetic surgery or tattooing like permanent makeup or augmentations <clears throat> boob jobs i consider all of that body modification i agree i think anytime you start like upgrading your human model body like you're doing body mods exactly i'm waiting for the robot parts really i can't wait to be a bi- what is it biotonical human Yes, like I'm, I'm ready. I want like Bluetooth. I want to just like connect through my arm. I want to like unlock my door with like you know. I'm very excited for the. I know like the fingerprint thing is kind of creepy and all the voice activation shit we have is is weird. But it would be cool if we had that without it being creepy and invasive. I completely agree, but I also, <laughs> and in the perspective of like for me, it's like just give me, like give me give me legs that run forever Ooh, that's all yeah. i want yeah um, that'd be cool because i have major knee problems like at this point i have knee problems in both of my knees so i'm just waiting for the metal i'm like nice. i know at one day they're gonna have to stick some stupid rods in me or whatever to like you want to like robocop it up yeah i mean i'm just yeah. waiting for it because like i make jokes to my friends that i'm waiting for my knee surgery until like the future <laughs> In the future, because uh, I'm not trying to go through that thing twice. <laughs> yeah, you want to get the best Tesla parts that you can, and then use those. That makes sense. I I like that. So we're we're just gonna focus on the traditional tattoos and piercings this week. And um, while I was researching this topic, I found some interesting stuff. I did not realize that right now, or well, I say right now, but in the recent research. Italy actually was the place that had the highest percent of tattoo people. It was like 50% of people have tattoos in Italy. And then Sweden, and then us, uh, with like 45%. So I'm not sure why Italy has the most tattoos, but they apparently only have like one tattoo. Apparently, we are number one for multiple tattoos. Surprise, surprise. We just don't know when to quit. So Americans are heavily tattooed. When when we get one, we just can't stop. They're like Pringles. We just can't stop popping. It's capitalism, baby. I also want to know what, what Italians are getting tattooed on them. I'm curious how different those tattoos are it wasn't it, it it wasn't a good google search when i was typing in italian tattoos <laughs> it didn't work out very well um so i stopped i stopped searching i'm so curious i need to see what this is about <laughs> and i'm not sure a lot of people know her but they may have seen her the most pierced woman in the world is Ellen Davidson. She has her own Wikipedia article. And when the Guinness Book World Records, you know, got her official tally in 2000, she had 460 piercings and almost 200 were just in her face alone. But as of about nine years ago, news claims that she had almost 7,000 piercings. What a woman. 
How do you even have enough skin for 7,000 piercings? The skin is the largest organ. It's large, but like, is it that large? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, clearly it is because she's she's doing it. Um, I just, you know, kudos to her because I don't know like what it's like to have 200 or more piercings in my face but I'm not sure I really I'm not sure I really understand that I'm not saying like it's her body her choice clearly I don't know if her whole thing was like I'm gonna get the world record for having the most piercings I don't think that was her logic I think this is just part of her personality and I just I would love to ask her like what the heck like oh my gosh what were you thinking when you did this like why did you do this I'm only, I, the only thing I would ask her is like, how was your piercing care? And how did you go about <laughs> this? Was it in order? Because at that point, once you have 7,000 piercings, it's like, which one are you supposed to be cleaning? Yeah. And do you start getting like piercings on top of piercings at that point? Yeah. I wonder what the technicality is on that. Cause like, if you could just add another like piece of jewelry to like mm-hmm. something and have that count. But I personally feel like that's probably not how that works. And she definitely probably has six thousand because in order to pierce you have to pierce flesh. Yep. You gotta so pierce flesh. For extra jewelry, I just don't think that would be something that they would even consider. I'm wondering if she, I know that she's like a clairvoyant fortune teller and a tarot reader. So I think that's kind of cool that on top of like having all these wild piercings, she's also like, and let me tell your fortune to you. Um, <laughs> and uh, I just, yeah, I just, I, I really want to pick Ellen, uh, Elaine's brain. Like, I just don't know what it's like to, uh, to have that many piercings. And my main concern, I was like, how do you sleep? How do you sleep like that? Mm, good point. How do you take a nap? I'm a nap person. So that was my main thing. I was like, ugh. Like, how do you nap with all those piercings? You don't, actually. She's just an immortal human being. <laughs> she just sleeps up, right? Um, yeah, she so... She doesn't really exist. She's just... She's a just a figment. Yep. That would make sense. That would make... I would accept that reality more than I would accept this this reality where she is pierced 7,000 times. And it's just mind-boggling. Um, on that note, let's talk about why some people might not get body mods. What are some reasons people would not get body mods, you think? I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with it being related to negative things um that you're just bad people uh get tattoos people who are going through really tough things go and get tattoos and it's just kind of like that whole like you must be into like bad things if you like (laughs) tattoos yeah i think the elderly especially have this kind of negative view towards tattoos and piercings and they're like Ooh, they're troubled and like I guess getting tattoos and piercings means you have issues um but I could say the same thing about people who wear plaid a lot like you have issues but I you know I keep that to myself I try not to judge people like that <laughs> um it's all perspective yeah I definitely it's think society, 
society is a big reason why a lot of people would not get tattoos and piercings. I've even had people come up to me and be like, oh my God, I love your piercings. I love your, or I love your tattoo, but I could never, I could never, like my family would never. And I'm like, really? Like you're a grown ass person. You could never like get this because you're worried. And so I think society definitely plays a big part. Um, I would say next, next would be religion, right? I think that's a huge huge reason why people wouldn't get tattooed or pierced oh yeah um for me um I personally was raised in a very strict religion um I won't name it out of respect for people but (laughs) um that's every religion every religion strict just out of respect (laughs) I never know what you mean I don't know (laughs) <laughs> because you know this, that's you um but my experience in terms of the religious aspect of tattoos was very much like um from the religion I was brought up in a lot of the conversation had to do with your body never really belongs to you it belongs to God And so it's basically my understanding is like, you're just renting out your human suit and it doesn't really belong to you. So there's no reason that you should be um, marking yourself in any, I would say these, this group particularly say would call it worldly. Mm. So it wouldn't, it would be like a worldly type of, um, action for people to take and one of the things that um not exactly again I was gonna look this up but I forgot um I forgot what (laughs) bible it is that this that this religion um forms itself around but in Leviticus 19.28 it says that um you must not make cuts in your flesh for a dead person and you must not make tattoo markings on yourself. And that's like in the Bible. So oh. my religious experience was like, oh my gosh, you could not at all ever do anything to your body. You need to keep it clean and you need to keep it pure. You can't like, you know, getting drunk, not good. Smoking, not good. Like anything that would physically harm your body in these negative connotations no bueno and what I really um this particular religion that I was raised in they're so good at guilt tripping you and trying to give you perspectives um Mm -hmm. that just honestly when you read them I recently read their site to re to just like reintroduce myself to the ideas that I was raised in and I was reading them as an adult and just being like who would believe this <laughs> yeah. yeah some sometimes you know i know it's everyone's choice you know religion is part of this you know the great benefit of having free will in most places especially here in america and so i don't want to knock anyone's free will choice but i feel like some of religion and an aspect of it like this where it's like hey don't mess up this body because we don't want to dry clean it um it's one of those things where it feels like your free will has been taken away from you when you place those kind of confinements on people exactly and you really start to feel like your body your your life doesn't belong to you and while I totally respect people who do believe in um in god and in that aspect it's also just kind of like it's not in my perspective of what i had recently read it was like it felt like 
you were reading made up quotes about mm. teenagers and young adults because basically what the, this religion tries to do is they try and um, they use specific publications to direct young people to read right. these books that are you know you know they're for young people so oh, yeah. they're they're filled with quotes from young people who are like I would never like if you <laughs> want to get it like you somebody who's trying to get a tattoo is somebody who's trying to hide themselves and they're trying to mask their body with um other meanings because they don't want to show their true selves and like reading that I was like okay um yeah they definitely want to get you when you're young because then you've got you know you're young and you're impressionable and so I can see that um oh yeah I also know that, like, just general uncertainty is a big reason why people don't get tattoos. When I Googled, um, I want a tattoo, but I don't know what to get, I got, like, 500 million results. It was, it was redonkulous. So there are tons of people who are just Googling, like, what tattoo should I get? Um, (laughs) I think that's, I think that's interesting because it is permanent. It is going to be there forever and I don't want the internet having a say personally I know there's gonna be people who differ clearly I don't want the internet having a say in what kind of tattoo I should get yeah exactly because the tattoos are incredibly personal I totally um think that being influenced by an image is is totally fine but I'm one of those people who is very much like I don't want to get a tattoo that's necessarily similar to somebody else's even though I have definitely participated in Friday the 13th there's that uncertainty when you walk in and you're kind of like I don't know what to get and you're looking and you're starting to feel this pressure because it's a line (laughs) forming behind you and you're like I have the money and I'm here and I want to get it done and so then you make you make a decision because you just were like I don't know what to get and like you know that's where you get like those cliche um tattoos from people where they're just like uh, I think one of the biggest ones was like don't sink or something and it's like an anchor oh yeah and the infinity symbol and it was always just like Mm -hmm. it's just like that doesn't make sense well (laughs) I spent a lot of time going into tattoo shops and piercing shops before I actually got my tattoo so I got a drunken tattoo when I was under 18 my friends tattooed me and I got that tattoo removed and then when I was 26 I got or 24 sorry I got my very first chosen tattoo where I wasn't passed out and I before that I'd spent a lot of time going in tattoo shops and piercing places with my friends and stuff and seeing what I wanted to get because I knew this was going to be forever and so you know I've seen like you said the infinity symbols and oh goodness the tramp stamps like oh my gosh the foreign characters and apparently the roses and hearts and butterflies are really big I didn't even know people still got these things anymore like but apparently they do so um I see why people are googling what should I get for a tattoo but like I don't think the results are going to help you if you really want a tattoo I think you should stop and think about why you want a tattoo and what it's going to mean to you and then you'll be able to figure out what it is you want exactly exactly because that's the thing is like that that next biggest thing is like you can come up with your biggest idea you know your best idea and you're like oh this is what I'm set on and Mm -hmm. then you go to a tattoo shop and you talk to someone about it and the cost 
is somewhere like a completely different, (laughs) yeah, incredibly expensive uh, price point, which I, again, I have mad respects for tattoo artists. So I personally feel like anytime any artist tells you, Hey, this is what I think. Again, a respected artist um, tells you, this is what I think my work is, is worth. Worth. Mm Mm-hmm. You either pay for it or you walk away. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't don't have like, tattoos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When like, somebody no. says like, to me, I'm already like, you know, in that as a creative individual, you're already doing them a favor by giving them the the price point that you're requesting because usually they're trying they're trying to be. I feel like people are trying to be nice. They're trying to be cool. They want you to come back to that particular artist, so they don't want to charge you you know, up your ass. Cause if they think your idea is cool, you know, they want to, they want you to come back to them. You know, they're, they're trying to build a clientele. So they're not trying to screw you over, but they're also just like, Hey, like you got to pay for what your idea is worth. And if you don't want to pay for that. Yeah. If you're not gonna pay for it, leave. Like, yeah, just go. Like the, the main thing I think is once you start haggling, a tattoo I worry about the quality of service (laughs) like it's one of those things where like I don't want to haggle for food tattoos and like my funeral costs like I just I'm just gonna it's okay I'm going to just take what it costs for those things I want I want top notch for those things so tattoo I'm not gonna haggle for um I know uh, something a lot of people ask me about tattoos and piercings is um, you know, does it hurt? Like, did that hurt? And like, pain is subjective. It's, you know, saying, what's your pain scale versus what my pain scale is? Because I've seen one of your tattoos. And I know there's no fucking way I could sit for that thing. I don't know how you sat for that thing. But I could not <laughs> sit for that thing. And so which one are you talking about? I have to know the one on, the one on your arm my band yeah yeah no mm -mm, nope (laughs) I don't know how you you did that and so whenever people start talking to me about pain I'm like yeah it hurts like it's a tattoo it's it hurts and so you're getting stabbed you know in your body where there's a lot of nerve endings and where you've got bones and things like that so you know a lot of areas that hurt are going to be where skin is thin or you don't have a lot of fat like your armpits or your ankles like my ankle tattoo is one of the most painful tattoos I've ever gotten and he did like two dots and I was like "Ooh, if you stop now um because it just hurt that much it it hurt me that like I was just like no and um I think your boobs hurt as well I read (laughs) like getting getting tattoos on your boobs hurt um yeah. I kind of view that. I view that like the religion thing you were talking about. I kind of am like, no, those are sacred. Don't tattoo them. Um, let them be au naturel. So I've made a promise to myself I will never tattoo my breast ever. Aww, they're art. Yeah, That's... they're art in their own. Like, <laughs> I don't need to put yeah, thumbs think... up in the Mona Lisa. For me, the um, the the nar- my, my first tattoo was a finger tattoo. I was incredibly um set i love um i love the idea of snakes and i really identify with snakes i don't fuck with them and that's exactly my point is don't fuck with me 
So I got a snake on my snake. finger. Uh huh. Um, it was my first tattoo, and I was a champ because I, I was had. Say, what the fuck? You go for your fingers the first time in? Girl, I had no idea what I was doing. No wonder you sat for a band. You started off like, yeah, what? I got a finger tattoo. Yeah, um, I was yeah. so set on it. Like there was, again, like, you know, we we're talking about uncertainty. And this was one of those things that I was so certain about that I knew I wanted and that I was just so set on getting it. And when I sat through it and everything, it, it didn't take too long. It took about almost maybe like an hour or so. Mm-hmm. And, but I had watched my friends like, you know, you, you do this in like, you, when you're young, you're doing a group setting, you're like, everybody's going to go get their fast tattoos together. And you're watching everybody get their tattoo and you're looking at their facial expressions and you're like, you know what? I'm not going to be that bitch. <laughs> and I sat there and I, I just took it. And then when I got my second tattoo, which was a Friday the 13th tattoo of a skeleton holding a rose, <laughs> I was like, Classic. I literally was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I was like, this didn't even hurt. What did I do to myself? Yeah. My, yeah. this, this tattoo that I got didn't even, I'm telling you, I didn't even feel a thing. And I feel like a lot of people are like, that's a lie. It's like, no, dude, it's because I know what pain is now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, again, you started out, like your barometer started out way, way high. Like my first one was on my wrist and then I did my ankle and then I did my back and then my, and then my calf. And so, you know, everywhere that has some, some fat and things like the, upper outer thigh your forearms your calves your upper and lower back those don't those aren't very painful like my back tattoo I asked him if he had started and he was like yeah I'm I'm getting to the color part I was like oh okay I just thought he was still setting up and we were just talking because I was just like you know whatever and so I it was a totally different experience than my ankle where I was like fuck this and so I think if you start out with some real painful like your fingers or your groin or your hands your feet any of that like mm-mm. like then you're like oh well, yeah I could psh, this tattoo is nothing um and it's, I'm it's not to, a big deal I'm definitely here to recommend to any person who hasn't had their first tattoo just go for the most painful thing sit no. through it because it's not <laughs> as bad as you think okay and then again even when I was, when I say it's not as bad as you think, uh, when people are like, oh, how was it when you got your um, tattoo I on my finger? I'm just like, imagine your skin being carved out. <laughs> just think of that and then and then think about the whole time you're experiencing this that you cannot move. Way to sell it. Way to sell it. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Um, because I don't think anybody should go into it definitely the way that I went into it. Um, <laughs> but I'm but definitely you know, glad I went into it the way I did. There are people because everything who else was a, everything else was a breeze. I mean, the band. Um, I can't. The band tattoo was definitely painful. It was a three-hour-long process. Technically, I'm not done. I just, mm-hmm. I have to go get a second, um, coat. a second coat for it. Cause yeah, it's got little <laughs> patches and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, that if you really looked at it, you would, you would tell, but for me, I have I have not gotten yeah, my that- finger tattoo touched up and I have not gotten the band tattoo up because I'm a bitch. Um, 
And really the the thing was, it's not even the actual tattoo. It was the healing process for me. Oh, Um, for your fingers. It's so hard because you can't be washing your hands. Yeah. And I was like, I work at the time I was working in the food industry. So it was like, I don't know what I just got. I'm going to do this. (laughs) Just wearing Then the armband tattoo was disgusting. Like when it was healing. Um, and I think the, the peeling was actually a lot more painful than the actual tattoo because Mm. once, at least for me, the inside of the arm was so incredibly, like I wanted to like, just look at the tattoo artist and be like, can you hurry the fuck up? Um, (laughs) I'm an incredibly like, um, uh, it got so bad. I mean, she told me I can't do a second coating because your arm is so swollen. (laughs) that we need to like keep it and but honestly like I said it's my armband tattoo is like one of my favorite I love all of my tattoos there's not a single one that I'm you know that I hate or anything or feel any resentment or regret towards but my armband tattoo is like my pride and joy because of I sat through like an hour of just setting up and that's the thing it's like a lot of people don't realize that you're about to go through all this pain. You're about to go through a life-changing decision, whether you realize it or not. Mm-hmm. And you better make sure that you like it. And I'm telling you, you it isn't like, and that's what I think is really important to make sure that you like your tattoo artist and don't just go into it like, oh, I'm just going to get a tattoo today and that's it. You should really yeah. get to know your artist and see if this is the type of person you want to be tattooing something permanently for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. And when I try to tell people about the pain, you know, every tattoo for me has been a little bit different. There's been the scratching pain, the like sharp stabby pain, because, you know, you've got a needle that's vibrating at a shit ton speed in your skin over and over and over, just puncturing holes. But I've heard, and I've only experienced it once, which is that dull kind of like back, Round pain with the tattoos where you're just kind of zoned out um like I said with the back tattoo where I asked my artist like hey did you start yet and he was like oh I'm halfway done I was talking and playing video games they had a huge ps4 set up at the time and so I was just playing shit not really paying attention and that's that's when your you know your adrenaline kicks in and you kind of go into that state that's why you saying you sat for three hours like at the beginning of that you probably were like no there's no way I can sit for this for x amount of time but once you get into that your body kicks in and you're just it's just kind of like a numbing kind of pain and you're like all right fine like keep going like whatever yeah and that's why I mean personally for me I like to bring friends along um people that are willing you know to sit there hang out with you for like three hours while you you know fucking die and (laughs) you know my friends have always been so good at just like talking talking you know let's just talk about like stuff stupid shit yeah and when we're talking about this stuff like i'm not even paying attention to it and what's cool is like you get to know the tattoo artist even more when you bring your friends because they're just like oh what you all about See, I have, like, the opposite. I want me, just me and the artist. Like, I don't, like, I, I've brought a friend a couple of times, but for the most part, I, like, I just want to zone out. I either want to, like, watch TV or talk or play video games, but, like, I don't like having my friends there um, because they're always trying to make me laugh and stupid shit, so I'm just like, no, I don't need you here. Um, but for piercings, 
this pretty much is pretty much all about pain like I hate to say that because the piercing pain scale is pretty self-explanatory it's it's not like the tattoos where you know it's it's a it's over a sustained period it's usually really quick really like boom in your face but then it's done so the most painful piercing obviously is going to be anything to do with your genitals because that has the most nerve dense area on your body at all the penis alone has about 4,000 nerve endings so um I've seen I've just been curious and I watched someone get a a Prince Albert before and I kind of was like oh my god like I was (laughs) I was way too I was like 19 or 20 and I watched someone get a Prince Albert a friend of mine and I was like I'm never going with anyone to get tattoos or piercings (laughs) ever again Oh my god. I was like, oh well, so you've got a piece of metal through your penis now. How's that? How's that feel? I've only seen photos within the te- the piercing studios that I've gone in, you know, where they just like you mm-hmm. go into the actual studio where you're about to get pierced and that's where they have the pictures of Gentilia. <laughs> and every time I'm just like that is gnarly. Um, but I'm one of those people, um, I enjoy piercings more than tattoos. Um, and I, I basically enjoy piercings more than tattoos because of my piercing, my piercer. Mm -hmm. I've, I've, um, I started to follow the piercer, um, through Instagram and then eventually I really liked their work and I was like, all right, I'm going to go get pierced by this person. Um, and the experience of it. Um, and this is why, again, it's like, it matters who you get this from, because again, like it changes your perspective. Uh, my piercer was so, uh, she takes her time. She talks to you. She tells you what she's about to do. She lets you know, whereas like other places that I've gone to, I feel like a cow in a production line of like, Hey, we're, I'm going to talk to five people at one time and tell you guys how to take care of your piercing. Whereas with this one person, it was so intimate. So honestly, I've always, uh, I've always labeled it as a spiritual experience because I'm, I'm becoming more beautiful in this moment and is how I've interpreted my piercing. And I absolutely think that you need to connect with the person and you have to have this trust with them. Cause I've had, I've had my septum, I've had my nose, um, and I've had my tongue pierced and all of it. This, what's insane to me is that out of all the piercings I've had, the, my tongue piercing was the easiest piercing I've ever experienced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know it looks disgusting. My, I took my friends cause I was like, this is going to be fun. Like, come watch me get my tongue pierced. And one of my friends straight up was like, I'm about to pass out. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that was my 18th birthday gift to myself was my tongue piercing. I brought my sister along and they were like, we have some stuff to numb your tongue tongue with. Would you like it? And I was like, sure. And so I did it. And uh, yeah, I mean, I had that piercing up until about two years ago. I took it out. But for me, I kind of have the complete opposite view of you. I don't really care who pierces me as long as they do a good job of it. So like I've had my, uh, I've had my nipple pierced, my 
tongue, my nose twice, my lip. Um, I've got seven in my ears. I had, um, you know, it's just one of those things where like for me, I'm just like, if you do a good job, I don't care because I'm probably not coming back to you. I'm not that connected with the piercing process as I am with the tattoo process. But I understand for some people like you, it's going to be important who you go to. But for me, I'm just like, just get, I want to just be like, get it over with and be done. Like, I don't want to drag it out. I want to talk to you. I want to come in. I want to get my piercing. I want to go home and fucking rest. That's kind of that's oh, my no. logic. That was my thing is I, I don't think my experience would have been what I where I'm at now had I not met this specific piercer Mm -hmm. because it's very much like it's so the way if you you know if you're getting pierced and you're nervous and you know you're listening to the directions of your piercer my piercer is like just focus on the music just focus on the music that I'm playing for you I picked out a really sick playlist today (laughs) that's awesome I'm down like I'm just gonna listen and like it got to the point where I would go to the shop just to talk to this person and then it became me being like I never I've I personally have never really been like like oh I want a tongue piercing or anything but I didn't know how to socialize with this person I thought this person was so cool that I just started showing up being like <laughs> I don't even know what I want to pierce want. today but let's pierce something like let's, let's have do some something. fun let's do something and like her recommendations were something to me like I again it's body modification it's making you feel beautiful and so when the artist is recommending you like you have an idea but they're like you know what the way that this piercing is going to frame your face I think it should go this way I appreciate that to to another level because to me it's like I have mad respect because you really are looking at the body and you're not looking at you're not like you know, putting everybody's body on like a, on a a spectrum, but like you're specifically looking at that person and being like, this is what I think would work best for you. You know, obviously you, you get that free will of like, okay, I don't think so, but like, I want it here. And then, you know, it's nice to have that professional opinion. Exactly. And that's why I appreciate, um, this piercer. Her name is Ruby. I wish I knew her Instagram handle off the top of my head, but I don't. Um, but maybe we could like promote her because she's awesome. Like I'm telling you this, this person has moved from my tattoo shop to other tattoo shops to even moving to a, to a different country. And I have followed them. (laughs) (laughs) That's good stuff. And that's, that's what you were talking about with the connection. So is there anything that you wish you had known before you did any body modifications like tattoos or piercings? Is there any, can we offer any sage advice to listeners who are thinking about, I guess, Um, thinking about doing body mods? For me, the biggest thing that I didn't recognize was that as much as you go into it thinking, oh, this tattoo's for me. When you go out into the world, that tattoo doesn't just become for you. It becomes a projection of you and it becomes people having the audacity to come up to you and ask you about a tattoo or make judgments about your tattoo. Um, For example, like I said, I worked in the food industry and I worked as a server and at the place I worked at, we had, we were allowed to show off our tattoos. We We wore short sleeves. So uh, underneath my band tattoo, I have uh, Death Smiles at Us All. And it's a homage to my favorite 
movie ever on the planet, uh, Gladiator, uh, made by <laughs> directed by uh, Ridley Scott, featuring the best uh, Russell Crowe and Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> I absolutely love this movie. And the full quote is, "Death smiles. Death smiles at us all. All a man can do is smile back." And that, like, that to me, um, at the time, I was going through a lot of like experiences of like coming to terms with my mortality because I was raised mm-hmm. to shockingly believe that I was never going to die. <laughs> and so, as an adult, I was like, "Wait, what? I'm going to die? <laughs> uh, what do you mean God's not going to come and just like save me and not?" I'm not, I, I thought I wasn't supposed to experience death. So to me, that this whole line just became so prevalent. And my uh, one of my customers, who's like an older woman, um, I'd like to describe her as somebody that looked like the shit they were about to fucking give out their last breath. Looked at me and just was like, what does that mean? And what are you? And I tried to explain myself. And it was like, they didn't care. Because they were just like, you're basically telling me that, like, I'm going to die. And I was like, sure, whatever your interpretation is of something on my body, (laughs) go for it. Because that's the thing is, like, I didn't realize that um, I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's going to be cool. And then (laughs) and then I'm like, oh, wait, I work with children. (laughs) And I didn't I didn't consider it um, uh, because, you know, I. I've recently been told by some kids that they think I'm dangerous or they think I'm an evil person. And it's like, oh yeah, that's just probably because you think uh, you're already accustomed to these societal standards that tattoos equate to a bad or evil person. But then I'm also just like, I do, uh, kids can read. And when they see death, they're like, hmm. They get scared. They get scared. But at the same time, it's like it's that it's that mentality of like oh I didn't uh, you get the tattoo and you really don't think about how it's going to affect your life and I think that's really when you're young at the very least you don't think about that yeah. um, like again I have an eye gouged out on my arm and I didn't <laughs> I was like oh that's so fucking cool I love it and I still love it I mean I make jokes all the time when people are like oh what does that mean and I was like oh that's what I do to everybody who fucking looks at me. <laughs> this is what's gonna happen to, to your eye um and you know they they're just it's just it becomes like an it's it becomes either a situation where you're either gonna explain yourself or you're gonna troll the person that's all i say yeah yeah for <laughs> i think for me the biggest thing i wish i had known is i know i got wrapped up in this whole like it's forever it's forever thing but i've already had one tattoo removed and i'm gonna have another tattoo done as a cover-up and so i hope people know that it's not a failure if you decide you don't like your tattoo later it doesn't mean you made a bad decision or you're a bad person or whatever it just means you've grown and you've changed maybe that tattoo was significant at a particular time in your life but it's not so significant now which is totally fine it doesn't mean you did anything wrong i wish people had been more but like everyone's trying to scare me like it's forever natalie um and really the the best reason to do any sort of body mod is just because you fucking want to that's it that's it that's that doesn't you need any other reason than that don't have to explain yourself to absolutely anybody nope you know 
your body is your canvas. And I think I love all body modifications, even if I don't understand them like Elaine, <laughs> because people are much deeper than what we can see and perceive them to be. And so if this is the way they're expressing themselves. I love that. I absolutely love that. And now what I love second to that <laughs> is Munchie of the Week. I'm so excited. I really this am. Is, this is yours, isn't it? This is yours. I'm so excited because I rarely eat these. Um, like I said, I work with children. I hear it. I the parents. Oh, parents are so awesome to me because, you know, even though I might scare their children, I do my best to uh, do my job. And so parents are always like, you can have whatever you want in my house. And obviously I don't take advantage of that. But when <laughs> I see, when I see fruit roll-ups, there's Ooh. something, I get taken back, baby. I'm Ooh. literally like, oh, snap. I, these are the Costco size box. You're not going to notice if I take a couple. Oh, no. Um, notice, and again, no. I, you know, I never, you know, these people are literally like, you can open my fridge, take whatever you want. I don't care. Like you're, you know, I do more than just taking care of the kids. Okay. I clean their house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I always like to leave it better than I, than when I return. Cause I'm like, dude, your parents, you're working, you're working. Last thing you want to do when you get off work is wash some dishes. So uh, here, I'll do it for you. Dude, and I'm going to take some freaking fruit roll-ups, all right, in compensation what, for my labor. What flavor do you have of fruit roll-ups? Which, by the way, I know I mentioned Betty Crocker earlier. I believe fruit roll-up is part of Betty Crocker. So shout out to Betty Crocker. Um, what flavor do you have? So I have the tropical tie-dye <gasps> in front of me. Oh, yeah. And I have to admit, this is probably the most inconvenient packaging of my life. <laughs> I love fruit roll-ups, but I'm one of those people who was raised by a germaphobe. So, like, mm. I have this nasty, like, feeling when I eat it that, like, my gross-ass germs are all over my... Like, it's just not the best um, mm. format mm. to eat it. Um, so again, this is tastiness. like when you like open it up, what sucks, like what's literally happening to me right now is that it's sticking together. Yeah. Um, it's super sticky. It just starts to melt because of the warmth in your hands. So you yeah. kind of just want to get this to me. I just want to get it over with. I'm so yeah, easy my... eating is not that great. It's not. It sucks. But size? Size is like, you know what? I could eat like four gushers. <laughs> uh, and you know, like make my own gushers here and then like use my spit as the um, liquid. <laughs> oh, yeah. The the funny thing is we're talking about tattoos. I don't know if you knew, but fruit roll-ups, um, I tried these like a few months ago or last year, but they do um, have tongue tattoo fruit roll-ups where like you're supposed to leave the fruit roll up on your tongue for a few seconds and then when you take it off it'll leave this like it'll leave like colored I guess food coloring on your tongue oh yeah baby I was raised on that generation those ads <laughs> were so, for me I but like my parents my parents never bought fruit roll-ups because they were just like what a waste of money it's it's got oh, no. no nutritional value to you it's about 
it's not, it's, it's fun. Like, it's just, Again, that's, all it's, nutrition my, to my, it's nutrition to my mind. Oh yeah. It's like, it's definitely one of those, like those munchy snacks that if you have it around, I don't think it's ever anybody's first priority, but it definitely brings you back. Like you oh, eat it and you're just like, I'm in elementary school. <laughs> yeah. I used to trade for rolls cause I'm not really a sweets person. And so I would trade for rolls cause I didn't like how it's stuck in my teeth. Um, so yeah, good definitely choice. Like, I would give it one thumbs up exactly for that. That's fine. It's not like, again, when I see them, it's more of a nostalgic thing where it's just like, dude, I have to, I have to eat that. Yeah. Yeah. I totally understand. That's a good, that's a good munchie. I'm going to have to think of mine for next week. Um, In the meantime, we've got Daniel A., who had a stoner question of the day. <clears throat> and Daniel's question was, describe the strangest tattoo or piercing you've seen in person or on a stranger or friend. So okay. for me, I was at work. And I don't, I don't, I guess like strange, you know, it depends how you want to have the connotation to it, either positive or negative. For me, this was positive because mm-hmm. I was like that I've never seen in my life. Um, this girl came up to the counter. She had a she had a rabbit on her arm, but the rabbit was a like it was a silhouette of a rabbit, and the and you know what would normally be colored perhaps the body of the rabbit was the skeleton of a rabbit. Oh, and I had never whoa. seen anything before in my like that before in my life, and I had never seen you know like you know. Um, images of animals of like just the silhouette of them and then the main part of mm -hmm. it being the bones and everything and I really resonated with it because I have a rabbit and I I hate thinking of thinking like this where I'm like constantly thinking about my rabbit's mortality because I'm like damn dude you're not gonna live forever and that really fucking sucks but best believe I'm gonna get your fucking body or something tattooed on me and when I saw that tattoo, I was like, that's something I fuck with. <laughs> I love skeletons. I love our our internal, like, our, our bones. Because um, that's exactly what turns right back to dust, baby. So very I'm cool. very, I very much was like, that's sick. <laughs> um, I think the weirdest tattoo I saw was I grew up in a very small town and so we all knew each other and a, a brother of a friend of mine who was like an older cool brother um, got a tattoo and we were all like whoa we got a tattoo and he got a mouth tattoo he got one of those tattoos that's like on your bottom lip and when he showed it to us it said maniac and I remember at the time like you know little 17 year old me was like whoa like what's that even mean um because he was a huge guy he was like six four huge big big guy and um i don't really know why he chose that but i remember just being like whoa he is truly a maniac (laughs) he has a tattoo on the inside of his lip that says maniac um and so that's probably the weirdest tattoo i've seen is the maniac mouth tattoo of him I just thought it was really weird at the time. Math tattoos, a math. Oops. Um, <laughs> I have fruit roll ups stuck in my teeth. Okay, I have scar issues, but mouth tattoos are gnarly. 
Yeah, no, I couldn't do that. I can't go there. I can't go there. I think that's the one spot that I'm just like, somebody's got to give me money. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I could do that. But it's pretty cool when I see it. Like, I am I do, I've seen, like, mouth tattoos and tongue tattoos and weird shit. And I'm like, yeah, I, that's not for me. But holy shit, that must take some fucking balls to, like, get a tattoo there. I'm like, I'm like, good on you. Like, you're, you've got me beat, definitely. Um, so good question, Daniel. We will be sending you a week's worth of fruit roll-ups, apparently. And I will try to get you the tongue tattoo ones but i make no promises just be happy that you have fruit (laughs) roll-ups just be happy that you have fruit roll-ups daniel you will love them i appreciate this daniel yeah and uh wash your hands before you use them i suppose (laughs) oh yeah definitely and after really like wash your hands daniel we're in a pandemic i need to wash my hands but yeah, so that's that's our show for this week, guys. Thanks for joining us. If you have some tattoos that you want to share with us or piercings that aren't of your penis or other genitals, um, we will take all the boob piercings, like send those to us. Uh, feel free to share your pictures with us on Instagram at stoned and social or email them at stoned and social at gmail.com or head over to the My Serenity site slash SNS and you can do it there. Either way, we love seeing tattoos and piercings. Send them to us and we will see you next week, I guess. I have no idea what the topic is and I don't think Natalie does either. <laughs> but I'll never know. All I know is we could be talking about washing your hands. We could be. So <laughs> we, will see, we will see you guys next week. Please stay highly conscious.